0: Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Teach Me Acapella podcast. I am your host, Clifton Boyd. And let me just say, I am super, 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 super excited um, to have a very special guest on the podcast this morning, Miss Alexan. Did I say that correctly?
1: You did good. It's a tricky one.
0: (laughs) Thank you. We have her with us, and she is a mix engineer based out of L.A., and so uh we're just gonna get jump right into the podcast. I'm just so happy though to to have you. Um, you know, you're really, really cool being able to reach out to you. And um, you know, you're really just receptive. You never know how those things will go. You know, you just never know if a person's gonna respond or, you know, and I didn't want to come off as some crazy weirdo. So I was just like, man, I don't I don't know what to say, but I'm just gonna reach out and say, hey. I really enjoyed um, your interview with the uh, the avid team. That was just uh, an awesome interview, and so it really intrigued me. Your personality, as well as just you know your your journey, it really intrigued me. And so I was like, man, this is somebody that I would really like to to speak to because I saw myself in you. If that makes if that makes any sense, um, as to Aww. you know wanting to to do what you're doing and stuff. And so I think that's pretty, pretty awesome. So um, I, I just want to say thank you for, for doing this.
1: Yeah, th- thank you so much for having me. Um, Honestly, I'm, I'm honored that you reached out and um, want to talk with me about mixing. It's my favorite thing to talk about. So um, yeah, I'm super excited. And it's really also, it's really refreshing to receive messages, like the one you sent me just you seem like a really cool guy, and you know it's really nice to meet other nice people who like to talk about music. Right. So I'm super excited.
0: Awesome, thank you, thank you very much. Well, let's let me just start by uh, asking you, just first of all, what what is a typical day of a mix engineer? I know many like myself who uh, mix. Uh, from our home studio, as you can see, you know, behind me, I got a couple of panels up and things like that. But um, That's great. Thank you. Um, we do some home mixing. What is a typical day of somebody who does this full time? What, How does that look?
1: So a typical day for me is I wake up I make some coffee. I open up Pro Tools <laughs> and I get to work. <laughs> Right, right. Um, you know, I'll take I'll take some breaks in there, and I kind of just work until I go to
0: bed. <laughs> oh wow, wow, that's pretty. I'll awesome. exercise
1: and you know have some family time, but right. yeah, just it's really cool to be able to work from home and do what I love to do all day.
0: Yeah, that's that is the. Uh... Man, that's just awesome. <laughs> Even to hear that that's possible, that's awesome. You know what I mean? Um, I think that's yeah. so cool. Um, let, yeah. let me take you let me take you all the way back, if you don't mind. Um so what is your passion, I guess, for I guess one music and then, you know, just mixing, like what did that all begin for you? Where did that start?
1: Well, I've I've always loved music um just my whole life mm-hmm. and i've always just really loved listening to music i've mm-hmm. listened to music you know like everyone else just it's just such a important part of my life um mm-hmm. i played a little bit of like I, I played the violin when i was in elementary school you know it oh, okay. was in my, my school orchestra. Um, I dabbled in like a couple other instruments Mm -hmm. here and there and I knew I always wanted to work in music. I just knew that, but I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And I was just so, so happy to discover mixing. Uh, I don't know. I think it was maybe like four or five years ago, maybe. Oh
0: wow.
1: And I, I just kind of like, I just kind of, well, as soon as I started learning about it and doing it, I just mm-hmm. didn't want to stop ever.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and, yeah. yeah. And, you know, people always say, you know, do something that you love. And mm-hmm. while there are a lot of things I really liked doing in music, it, it was hard to, it was hard to think of something that I, I was studying uh, music composition for film and TV in school. Oh, okay. Okay. And, you know, well, I liked it and it was very interesting. I just I didn't love it. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I don't know. I, I didn't love it. And when I, um, when I discovered what mixing really was, I just loved it.
0: Right. That's awesome. You know, it's funny because when I talk to artists or engineers or people that do this music thing, um, everybody's story is kind of similar. It's different. But it's similar, you know. We all started with this passion of just loving music, Mm -hmm. uh, listening to music. I remember uh as a child, my sister and I we went to bed to music, like we had the radio on all night. And we yeah, you know, we slept to music. I mean, it was just music, music, music. music. Oh (laughs) see what I mean? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So
0: so it's like you know all of our stories are kind of similar <clears throat> and then as we uh, get older and kind of find our way into you know this music thing then you kind of find what you really are interested in and like you it's something about mixing i don't i don't know getting it into sound the way you envision it in your head there's something amazing about that to me you know
1: me too absolutely
0: and and I just think that that's that's just so cool, and that's why, like I said, when you did your previous interview that I listened to, I was just like, man, I I would love to talk to her to just pick her brain because it's so similar to you know my thought process as to how I fell in love with mixing. I I, I now you know coming from the home environment, you learn to wear you know multiple hats. You know, I started loving music, but then I started singing. So I sing, but, um, but then, you know, I wanted to uh, do my own thing. You know, it was hard for me because I I had all these ideas in my head and then um, I would have to wait, you know, for somebody else, you know, that had a studio or had a recording place to try to get in and stuff. And it was just hard. And so, you know, I was like, I need to learn myself how to do it, so I started singing. So now I, I can you know record my own vocals and things like that. But then when I sit down to mix, it's just it takes me to a different place. And, and I, I, you know, I don't know. I know you can can relate to to that.
1: Absolutely. It's like I don't know. It's like, or at least I go into like my own like little mixing world almost. Right. Way, yeah. It's it's just such a I don't know. It's like such a therapeutic thing too. Right.
0: I agree with you one hundred percent. So let me ask you this: Were you already dibbling and dabbling in mixing before you went to school? And 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 where did you go when you when you went to school? Where did you go
1: to? No, I didn't really. I didn't really do mixing before I went to school. Mm. I, you know, I, you always I, you always hear of like you know the process: you write the song, you record it, produce, mm. mixed and mastered, mm-hmm. and Well, I always kind of, you know, people would tell me what mixing is. It did not understand it. (laughs) You know, like, what is it? Like, you can kind of explain to me what EQ is, but I have no idea. Like, it just, it's a whole other language. And it was kind of, like, baffling to me. Like, wow, someone could actually have a whole career in mixing. Like, I don't understand. What's the difference? It just kind of intrigued me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I remember just seeing, like, this book called uh, actually the art of mixing.
0: Oh my and gosh, are you serious? Yeah, I, I have that book. You I do? <laughs> I, I've been <laughs> having do. it for years. I've read that thing front to back, cover to cover,
1: with the pictures of the like yes, of the, like the, like
0: the bubbles. Yeah, <laughs> <Crazy. laughs>
1: honestly, so that intrigued me so much. It kind of led me into wanting to take a mixing class because I was just like, wow, this is so cool. I have oh no gosh. idea what any of this is, but I kind of want to know and then wow. I just yeah it led me to take a class called art of mixing and yeah it's just fascinating
0: wow that's that's amazing I can't believe yeah. that
1: <laughs> that's really funny because most people don't know when I mention that what the book is have you ever right. seen the, the video Yes. Like, yeah, it's yes. like, okay, <laughs> me too. It's so good. <laughs> I
0: love it. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. Isn't that crazy though? How, yeah, <laughs> you know,
1: you're,
0: you're, you're all the way across the other part of the globe, and we're both looking at this book like <laughs> so funny. <laughs> that is cool. That is yeah. cool. But yeah, I still have that book, and it's funny that sometimes I, I kind of doubt myself when it comes to my mixes, and then I'll run back to that book, I'll be like, <sighs> <laughs> did I do that right? Like what did I do? Yeah. You know, it's so crazy. But um I I wanted to ask you for those that are considering, even like myself, um, considering mm-hmm. school, um, what is it that you can share that school like kind of gave you that you didn't that you didn't have? Well, and I, I think you kind of answered that right now, but mm-hmm. but because uh, you know you say you really didn't dibble and dabble in, in, in the mixing prior. But yeah. for for somebody like myself who who's considering taking you know maybe a, a mixing class or something like that, and, and I've mixed for the past sixteen years now. Over yeah. the years, I've gotten better, of course, but sometimes I still feel like there's something that I might be missing. What is right. it that you think school could do for somebody like me that maybe you know has already kind of started messing with it?
1: Yeah, well. You know, I think it's so interesting that when I was taking the this class, it was through Berkeley online called the Art of Mixing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There were people in there like me who had no really no idea what mixing was. Mm-hmm. I mean, i i I could navigate pro Tools, you know, mm-hmm. I guess I could I knew a little bit about it, but not really. And then there were also people like yourself who professional, you know, working in the, working in music. Um, And it was just really cool how we all could learn together at different Mm -hmm. levels. Mm -hmm. And I think, um, I think something really important that I got out of being in that setting was learning how to give and receive feedback Mm -hmm. on mixes.
0: Right, right, right. You know what, that you know, you just said something really that's really important because I, you know, I can be honest and and say that sometimes when you when when you mix and you've been doing it for so long, sometimes you can get into your own you know bubble to where if somebody says, well, I don't I don't know, you know, because you know yeah. what you're you know what you're hearing and you're like this sounds good to me, <laughs> but the client may be like, uh, you know, I don't know, maybe maybe that should be turned up a little bit or maybe, and you're like, no, it's sitting perfect. You know, like it's, it's perfect. So, you know, being able to receive feedback, give feedback, I think that's critical and I, and I think that's critical to anybody that's trying to, to grow and progress. There's somebody that's already done it sometimes and can give you some, some tips that um, maybe you just didn't know. So I I think that's awesome.
1: Yeah. And I mean, you know, just, it's nice to go over the basics and go over the more advanced topics. There's a lot of great information.
0: Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Would you yeah. say that that was uh, really like a good springboard for getting to where you are now? Because, I mean, for somebody to be five years in and already doing it full time, it's like, whoa, <laughs> you know?
1: Absolutely. And I I still have a lot to learn. and you know i know learning is a lifelong process too right? right right um but yes i just you know it introduced me to it and from there i it gave me l- enough like knowledge and experience to be mm. able to seek out m- you know more mm-hmm. like i more mixing workshops and mm-hmm. i actually reached out to my the teacher that I took the class from for private mix lessons, yeah. um, because I just I really loved I loved her. She's so brilliant and just such an amazing teacher and mix engineer. Wow! And you know I just really wanted to I wanted to learn more about mixing. And from there, you know I w- was introduced to some like some mixing workshops which I took, which were also so great. Mm-hmm. Just a way to practice mixing, you know, music from real artists who need their for songs mixed, and in a supportive community where we're all giving each other feedback, and and then from there, you know, I kind of found some clients, and
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, so, yeah, school definitely helped help me get here.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. So, yeah. uh, I, what I, one thing that I hear that that uh, I want all the listeners that we'll be listening to this to hear as well is that building those relationships. I can hear that <laughs> is 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 very important. And yeah. uh, so I, I think that's cool. And it looks like, you know, school really opened the door for a lot of those relationships that you have. So, you know, I I am definitely, <clears throat> you know, I'm definitely on the chops, you know, thinking about it. And, you know, uh it's just really Having the time to do it, I guess. I, I, I guess I should say making the time to do it. You know, if that's something that I really want to do. So,
1: right, yeah, and you know, and but I just want to also say that that's just for me in my situation and where I was. I don't think like I don't think somebody needs to go to school to right. mix. Mm-hmm. To, you know, right. I think um, like I'm I'm glad that I did and I learned a lot, but I also think there are so many other. Great learning resources
0: mm-hmm. too. Right. Right.
1: It's you true. know, I just want to, you know, I don't, I definitely don't think it's the only way to go. I think you learn the most like working, you know, in the real world with. Right. You know. Right. But yeah, they're both great.
0: <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Well let, let, let me ask you this. So mm-hmm. uh, you know, this this podcast is is Teach Me acapella And and I want to hit. The vocal from every angle. So from the from the singer, you know, I want to interview the singers. But in your case, I also want to interview the ones that are really kind of. I, I don't want to say making the singer sound good because the mix really starts before you ever hit record, really. But yeah. But um, but but it, but is, but you know you're enhancing it. You know that that sound. You're helping it. And so my vocal question for you mm-hmm. is. Have you ever had a problematic vocal where you was like, Whoa, whoa, you know, like what? Not, oh, not yeah, that the artist was bad, you know, no. um, but that maybe it's just the way they recorded it, or you know, maybe the area that the space that they recorded in, you know, and it when you got it, you was like, What, you know, what am I gonna do with this one, <laughs> you know?
1: Absolutely, yeah, yeah, and it's so. Yeah, it's so funny because sometimes it'll be like the best, the best performance, and like the the singer is so good. Right. And yeah, so i definitely had problematic vocals. Yeah. A few things that I found that are helpful. I I really like isotope spectral denoise. Like if there's maybe like if the air conditioning's running in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I found it can be helpful. Um, if you have even just like a few seconds of just like room noise or whatever
0: Mm -hmm, mm
1: -hmm. sometimes it really sometimes it could it really helps but other times I feel like it takes out too much so I always just like to be conscious of you know is it better or is it just a little different Mm -hmm. but a lot of times that really helps and also um, the isotope de-crackle is really helpful for like if there's like mouth noises
0: you know yeah
1: I feel like that does a really good job of like just like subtly reducing that a little bit.
0: That's really good because you know it's funny. <laughs> it's funny because I'm always wondering what plugin should I invest in. You know me, you know specializing in doing acapella music. Uh-huh. Uh, you know it's just all about the voice. You know whether yeah. it's, whether it's percussion sounds or whatever, it's all done with the vocal. So. I'm always thinking like, what plugin could I get? Cause I don't want to just go out and buy a whole bunch of plugins. Right. I want to be very specific with my plugins that will help specifically my genre, which is acapella, you know? And so, you know, you telling me that and I hope others are, are are definitely taking notes because that isotope and I use some isotope uh, plugins like the ozone and, and things like that. But um you know that right there—that D noise and the D crackle—I'm going to look those up <laughs> for sure. Yeah,
1: dude, I think they have a trial of it too.
0: Oh, okay. I think you could
1: download like a little. Maybe I'm pretty sure. You know, just to make sure. Yeah. you like it first.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I've yeah. got to go. I've got to go do that. Is there anything else that you would do to it? I I, I know for me, um, I did get one and on my on my on my website, teachmeacapella.com. There's a few tutorials on there, and uh, one is how to deal with the problematic vocal, and so that's why I wanted your take on it. But for me, um, man, EQ is so it's so important. I, I received a vocal one time that uh, the person recorded, and it was just the space that they recorded it in. It, it just, mm-hmm. it didn't, you know, um, it was just a very weird space, you know, and you could hear that in the in the recording, and so. Um, I was able to find those frequencies a lot of those frequencies and notch them out um you know while i was you know uh, EQing the vocal and so that really helped me you know a lot because it really kind of brought a lot of muddiness in the vocal and it was a lot of things that was going on with it that i had to notch out but but afterwards i thought you know it was pretty pretty decent especially for you know a home you know a home studio somebody just recording it you know in their home so Is there anything else that you that you would do uh, with the problem vocal?
1: Yes, I mean I I I do that too. A little notching with some EQ, Mm -hmm. maybe sometimes sometimes a little dynamic EQ Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I think could be helpful if if it sounds like the just the EQ is taking out too much.
0: Mm -hmm. Right.
1: What else? I don't know. Just simple things like you know clip like clip gaining down some breath noises instead of yeah. and not removing them because sometimes that could sound a little too like sterile in my opinion right but right. if I clip gain it really low so when it's hitting the compression you know the compression will bring it up but so it you could still it still sounds natural but it's not like right. so right. accentuated it's not
0: like a big <gasps>
1: <gasps> yeah unless that's <laughs> w- unless that's like part of the aesthetic that someone's going for. Right. But, um, when it's not, yeah. And just, I don't know, fade outs and just simple things like that, I feel like can really help
0: mm-hmm. Can really yeah. help. Yeah. Definitely. I have found that clip gaining, I'm, I'm actually starting to use it a whole lot more now, but I yeah. have found that clip gaining is, is like magic sometimes because, you yeah. know, people sometimes record the vocals so hot, even myself, you know, and I've been recording my own voice for years, but yeah. sometimes, you know, you just get excited. <laughs> Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I have to clip, yeah. I have to clip game my, my voice, but but it really helps balance the mix very nicely. And that's one of the first things that I do, you know, when I'm doing a cappella, I'll listen to it and then I'll just go to make sure I get a nice balance of it before I ever start throwing plugins and all that stuff on. So
1: yeah. Yeah. I I watched some of your mix tutorials earlier today, by the way, and they're awesome.
0: Oh, wow. Thank you. Wow. That, that really makes me feel great. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And Thank you. Um, the vocals are beautiful. Thank I love you. It. Yeah, Thank you. Thank you so much. I really yeah. appreciate that. Wow. Now that my head is super big, um, let's see if we can <laughs> go to that. <laughs> let's see if, see if we can keep it moving. I don't want to get too big headed here. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but no, I really appreciate it. So at, at what point of the mix do you um usually start? mix the vocal I, i've listened to you know i'm a fan of yours as well and i've listened oh, to your you. <laughs> you know no, your, your mixes let me tell you i before you even answer this let me just tell you i was okay so i did listen to the interview don't get me wrong but usually i'll pause it and i'll jump out to like website i'm like okay i need to find like mixes like where what or, you know what is this girl all about and when i listen to some of your mixes um one artist in particular that you work with quite a bit—I can't remember his name. He was a part of the interview that I watched. Jeremy Costa. Yes, Jeremy mm-hmm. Costa. Oh my gosh! First of all, I became a fan of his just through that interview. I was—I didn't know, you know, I didn't know who he was, but um, through that interview, I know now, and, and I'm a fan definitely. And then knowing that you mix, you know, I listen to your mixes, and I was just like, gosh you like I said, my thing is vocals. So I'm listening to that vocal and I'm just like, oh my goodness, this thing sounds so good. It's, it's buttery. It's, it, I mean, it's, it's everything that I, all those it, harmonies too. Yes.
1: Love his harmonies. Yes.
0: So I was just like, wow, this is amazing. So um, what, what point of your mix do you do that? Cause I know, you know, you're, you're mixing instrumentation and a lot of different instruments and things, but then like, do you do the vocals last or do you do the vocals first or how do you go by that?
1: You know, I, I like to do the lead vocal pretty early on. Hmm. Um, I would say maybe I start with drums first and then pretty shortly after I'll bring in the lead vocal. Oh, okay. And I'm not, it's not like that every time, but mm-hmm. I, but yeah, I don't know. I just find like, I find when i listen to music i you know i'm always paying attention to the to the vocal it's, it's the mm-hmm. focal point right so i like to get it to you know a balanced place and and yeah that's just that's just what i've been finding myself doing lately
0: wow wow you know that's interesting um someone told me once before a good friend of mine uh actually he was uh um the interview that I had prior a couple of a couple of interviews prior. Uh, his name mm-hmm. Justin, and yeah. um, he told me one time he said uh, that you have to find your star in the song. And I, I, at first I didn't know what he was talking about, but he went ahead and explained it. And what he was saying was that you know if your lead vocal is your st- is your star, especially in acapella music, I mean that's going to be your star all the time. Is the yeah. Lead. Then he was like, you want to get that lead sounding so good. So, you know, you may spend most time on making sure that that lead is tight and sounds really great. And then mix everything around around that to kind of support that because that's your star. Yeah. So I thought yeah. that was pretty, pretty interesting concept. You know, it was kind of like in a movie, you know, you have stars and then you have co-stars and, you know, and he was like, you know, you kind of can think of your mix that way. You You know, what's your star? And then you know, what's your co-star and, 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 kind of mix like that. And I, I thought that was pretty interesting. Now I can't say that I've always done that either, but, but um, I think that's pretty, uh, you know, a, a good thing to do sometimes.
1: What do you start with or how, when do you bring, when do you start working on the lead vocal? I'm just curious.
0: You know, usually because of the way, um, I, well, it's, it's two questions, two answers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if, if I'm recording myself, Uh then I usually start with my backgrounds because I want my backgrounds to sound really, really good. So when I do perform my lead vocal, the feeling and everything is there because you know, the supporting cast sounds really, really well. So that's if I'm recording myself, if I'm recording um, someone else, a lot of times I like to get the bass sounding really tight. Okay. And then I'll go to the lead and then mix everything else. Cool. Yeah, usually the bass, because because that bass kind of, um, especially in acapella music, carries the the tempo and the beat and the song, you know, it kind of carries the, the feeling. Yeah. So if I can get that sounding, you know, my bass compressed really well and very even and sounding consistent, then that kind of carries the, the rhythm of the song where I can go in and mix my, um, my lead vocal in. Cool. That's usually what I do. Cool. Um, so this is a very interesting question. I, (laughs) I I wanted to ask you this because I have trouble, um, with this, you know, you being a very nice person, um, I I consider myself a very nice person. I kind of run into this and I have trouble. How, um, do you decide to charge a person or when, or not when, but maybe how, how, how do you go by doing that? Like, um, Is it is it based on how much work you do? Or is it, you know, do you have them pay up front or half up front? Like how do you decide?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's a, you know, it it just that for me, it just varies so much. Mm -hmm. And it yeah, it
0: It's kind of case by case. It's
1: a case by case. It really is a case by case Mm -hmm. thing. And you know i have my rate right but i I'm, i can also be flexible with it because you know depending on the situation if there's an artist i really want to work with and they don't have the cash right now and right. we'll work something out or you know now, you know i can't always do that but right right i like to i like to i like to try and be as flexible as i can and you know sometimes work for points or i think there's Mm -hmm. i think you know there are ways to make it work and it's different case by case
0: right right okay but yeah
1: it's it's a tough one (laughs) that's
0: it is it it really it really is tough um especially i would say and i know that you, you called me a you know professional earlier which i appreciate that um but you know it's hard to even think of yourself in that way and uh, for for me uh, it's hard for me to even think of myself in that way sometimes because you know i you know i'm in the bedroom of my home and you know i just you know i don't have you know i see what i want and i don't have what i want and so for me until i get what i want i'm not i don't feel like oh i'm i'm this professional you know i don't have my room the way I want it i don't have you know what i mean i'm just working with what i have and so um When you when you have that type of mindset and I I hope people are actually listening to this and going to learn from this, because I think a lot of people do feel the way I feel sometimes. But when you have that type of mindset, then it's hard for you sometimes to charge what you're really worth Mm
1: -hmm.
0: because (laughs) because you don't think you are worth that. You know what I mean? (laughs)
1: Yeah,
0: absolutely. But, but, you know, that's, that's, so, so that's, that's why I asked that because I know for yourself, someone who is actually, um, doing this full time and, and really this is, this is your living. This is what you do. Um, Mm -hmm. and somebody like myself, who's trying, who would like to get to that type of place. Um, that's a hard one for you because you don't know what to charge, you know? And I know sometimes it's really good to. To do things for free. Not not I'm talking about for me. I know sometimes right. it's 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 good to do things for free because you are trying to get your reps up. You know, you're trying to mix more, you're trying to, you know. So absolutely. I get that. But eventually, you know, you're gonna have to, if this is something that you want to, to do, mm-hmm. you know, you're gonna have to start saying, Okay, this is this is what I believe I'm worth. And yeah, anybody out there, um, I hope that helps because you really. You know, I know I'm in the same boat. That's why I'm using myself. You Mm -hmm. really are probably worth. I mean, we come to when you think about your skills, you're probably worth more than what you actually think you are. You know.
1: Yeah. If I could just share something really quickly about that. Yeah. Um, Something that my my mentor does that I really I think is great. She, you know, she she has a rate. She. Has many clients. She Uh also puts aside, she puts aside time, so that she can work with maybe an up-and-coming artist, Mm. who maybe can't afford to pay for a mix right now. But you know, you know, she feels really strongly about their music, and I I just think that's such a great way to balance, you know, charging for your mixes, but also making yourself available and getting to work on like music you're really really passionate about
0: right right I just I think
1: that's really cool I would like to to do that someday
0: that is that is because I I, you know you don't think about those things but I you know my my you know me being a godly man you Mm -hmm. know um servant servitude you know really to me that's what this is all about you know is you're doing things for other people, you know, yeah. when we mix, you know, they want us to take their mix and make it sound even better than what the, what they thought, you know, and that's a, yeah. that's just, that's just really serving, you know, really just saying, okay. You know, cause it's really at the end of the day, it's not about you. It's about the artists. Absolutely.
1: So
0: I think that's pretty cool. So I think when you do that though, just like your mentor, what you were saying about her, I think that when, you do that you're always it, it always works out some way for you because you're always giving back you know
1: i th- I absolutely agree yeah. I think so too
0: well um my last my last question that I have for you because I know you're a busy person and I don't want to keep you uh, too long um were you afraid you know when you started? Actually, offering your services—I know for myself—that's it, 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 a challenge because now you're really saying, "I, you know, I can do this." Yeah. So, were you kind of afraid to go public and get your website up and do all this stuff like that?
1: Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was really afraid to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I was nervous. What if I'm not good enough yet, or what if I'm not ready yet, or yeah, just being honest
0: yeah yeah you know I, I i struggle with that too even with the uh the website to teach me acapella and doing some of the to- tutorials and stuff um you know you kind of go through this like do i really know enough yeah. <laughs> you know to to try to teach somebody else you know what i mean Yeah. But, um, i think so somewhere along the line you just got to do it you know if that's your yeah. pleasure, if that's what you love to do you just gotta jump out there and Stare fear in the face and go for it.
1: Yeah, you have to start somewhere. And you know, I'm just trying to build up my mixing credits and I'm at the beginning of my journey and I'm you know loving every step of it.
0: Well, I think you're awesome. I'm truly a fan. (laughs) I mean, I am just like from one mixer to another. I'm just I'm just like, wow, you know, I I was I was really blown away, you know, and it's funny when I sent you. The message? Would you be interested? And you replied, "Oh yeah, you know." And I was thinking, you know, I I was thinking, okay, don't don't act starstruck too much. Like <laughs> I was like, <laughs> calm it down. I mean, inside I was like, oh my goodness, but you know, I had to play it cool. Like, okay, cool. I will holler back at you later.
1: <laughs> well, I was probably trying to play it cool too. So I, I'm glad you reached out, and yeah. I'm down to talk about mixing or anything, audio, anytime. It's, it's, I love doing it. It's
0: awesome. So well, that's cool. Well, well hopefully I can definitely get you back on the podcast it would it would be sure. awesome to do it again. And maybe we can go even a little deeper into, by that time, maybe you're having even some more stories and we can go into some more things. Um, but I do want to ask you this before I leave. I'm, I'm kind of, I know the, the people that's listening on the podcast can't see, but I'm looking and I'm looking in your room uh-huh. You have that thing looking good. So uh, <laughs> thank you. Did did you have someone come in to do your uh, treatment?
1: I worked with an acoustician, but remotely. Oh, so I nobody came in, but I did work with someone and they guided me how to do the room measurements. Wow. And, wow. you know, I had a lo- a measurement mic. I would upload the findings and we would have. A little meeting he would look at it and advise me on what he thought what products i should get order it wait like what five six months for everything to come in stock mm-hmm. put it up do some more measurements and you know do some you know tweak tweaks to it but yeah i i definitely had help from an acoustician and that was great
0: wow So somebody like myself, as you can see, um, I have a few panels up here and there around my room here. But um, how important as a mixer is it to have your room treated, you know, you know, to a certain degree?
1: I think I think it's important. That being said, I do know people who can get a great mix with, you know, not much room treatment. Mm -hmm but it was important for me. I I wanted to be able to, um, work in an acoustically treated room. Mm-hmm. And once I treated, I I could hear such a difference. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. So it made a huge difference for me and, you know, just like the balance.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I, you know, just with the panels that I put up, it, there is a difference. I mean, and I yeah. have moved my room around because, you know, I have, uh, you know this is my bedroom, so <laughs> i've I've had to move it around so much um yeah. but I've moved it to certain parts of the wall or different wall, and it sounded totally different. I had to move it back um because yeah. you know it just sounded different so i I definitely understand where you're coming from. Last question, and we're out of here. okay. can you tell me um your setup like you know what are you what are you, what kind of speakers you got and and you know that you're using and um you know, maybe computer or something like that.
1: Yeah. So my main monitors that I'm using are Yamaha HS8s. Mm-hmm. And I also have a pair of these Dolly speakers, which mm-hmm. are really great. I think they're concept ones and mm-hmm. they're powered by, I have a pioneer, what is it? SX7, SX760. Uh, okay. Powering it, and it sounds really good. Um, I have aventone mix cubes. Okay. Interface I'm using is an Apollo Twin, and I'm um, using a Mac Pro. Okay. And that's yeah, that's about that's about it for my setup.
0: Apollo Twin. I've always wanted to get one of those. Maybe one day I I'll, think it's I'll, great. Yeah, a lot of people use it. I've I, I, I heard a lot of good things about it. So, well. Alex, I really appreciate you. You are awesome. I am going to keep following you. Hopefully we can stay in touch and, you know, um, maybe, like I said, a little later down the year or whatever, get you back on. And we can talk a little more about mixing and uh, you can share with us some different things that you got going on. Um, Before we get out of here, how can people get in touch with you or contact you if they want mixing or anything like that?
1: Yeah, you could go to my website, which is www.mixedbyalexan.com. And I'll spell my name really quick because it's a little confusing. A L E X A N N. Or you could go to my Instagram, which is Mixed by All
0: right. Yeah. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. You have <laughs> it. Alex, thank you so much, so much. And this has been the Teach Me Acapella podcast. And this has been Alex and the great mixer she is. <laughs>
1: Thank you so much.
0: No problem. Have a good one.
1: Good.